Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Fair Ones and Fairways. Noel Sosa in the building with the Hurricane Fernando Rivas. What up, Hurricane? Hey, what's going on, Noso? What's going on, uh, Ivory? Uh, we got Ivory Towns in the building, too. What up, Ivory? Fellas, how we doing? How we doing, man? Another great week of boxing. Yeah, as man. Always. There's al- always something to talk about, man. We got a lot to talk about, too, from the... Uh, from the spectacle to some real deal to some interesting developments all in the sweet science the sport we love boxing uh, here on fair ones and fairways and a uh, shout out to all my folks looking for a little bit of fairways action we do have some stuff that will be coming in the works as we kind of develop the branded product but right now man we are going to talk to sweet science but you know we actually opened today's show guys how, how interesting is this we're opening today's show talking about boxing, but it's it's between a boxer and a non-boxer who's getting all the attention right now. Listen, I'm a big fan of this guy. I think uh, he, he should be even a bigger celebrity than he is because he's got that kind of personality. He's got that kind of skill. And man, he is the lineal heavyweight champion of the world. Ladies and gentlemen, the Gypsy King Tyson Fury is in the ring this weekend for a career payday. And he's not even fighting a boxer. Uh, he has taken on former UFC champion. And the only reason I say former is because he relinquished his title. He was not. He did not lose his title. He relinquished his title to break away from the UFC promotion uh, and pursue what he is uh, getting ready to uh, take part in this weekend, a big payday. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Tyson Fury versus Francis Ngannou uh, is this weekend. The UFC heavyweight champion versus... Tyson Fury, the lineal boxing champion. Fernando, let, let me let me start with you, man. What's your take? Uh, listen, it's making the headlines. Um, everyone's talking about the fight. Where are you? What do you? How do you feel about this whole thing? Well, you know, for sure, it will not be Bo Holyfield. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> it will not be. Um, it's going to be everything that is meant to be, which is an attraction. You know, a sideshow, a spectacle, a money grab, a money grab. But uh, now that the Fury versus Usyk talk has kind of begun. It's going to be very quick. Mm. I think it's going to be very quick. I don't think uh, Fury's in any mood to play with his money here. I think he's – and he's not going to play with his food here. <laughs> I think I think he's going to get him out of there fairly early. Yeah. I, um, you know, that seems to be – I mean, I was looking at the odds today, and uh, the, the you know, the most common thing, right, the, the hardest way to make money if you're taking the odds are betting, you know, Fury by knockout. That seems to be what everybody – what the odds makers feel is going to happen is Fury by knockout. The least likely outcome, so you can make the most money if you bet the odds, is Francis Francis Ngannou by decision, which, again, I think the odds maker knows what they're doing, right? Um, uh, But, yeah, you know, this is going to be an interesting bout. Ivory, I'm curious, man, because, I mean, you cover all sports. Um, What are your thoughts on this this spectacle we have this weekend with Tyson Fury, uh, Francis Ngannou? Well, like you said, it's a spectacle. Uh, You know, this is is – this is a uh, Logan Paul asking, <laughs> you know, Mayweather and Conor McGregor, uh, but just with bigger bodies. So that it brings that much more interest in it. And, you know, that that human American bloodthirst that we have that we think we're all going to get with these two big bodies going at it. It just makes it that much more, uh, 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 you know, want to see a bull if that's if I could put that word. Together. <laughs> sure. But, sure. But, <laughs> But I thought I thought it was interesting when you in, in the beginning, when you talked about how Ganu gave up his 
belts for this opportunity for this big old payday. Yeah, left the and UFC completely. We, yeah, yeah, he, he left and 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 told Dana White that the gave him a finger, gave him the fu, and left. Mm-hmm. And it was funny. That, I remember the last show that we did together. We were saying, "All right, Tyson, if that's what you want to do, you don't want to fight anymore, and you just want to go get this money, then give up your belts, then." Right? We were like, "We'll give up yours." Right. And then I swear, maybe a. Maybe a, I'm not saying he was listening to it, but I swear maybe a week, maybe a week later, this this fight was 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 in the works. So, you know, I I, I think I'm I'm with Fernando. He's not going to take much time and waste time with uh, Nganu. And listen, these type of situations, have you guys noticed this? These type of situations are 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 planned and and bond, and these guys are bonded together in their execution. These type of fights, the guys are like dapping each other up and laughing real hard at look at the big, big play we just made. Kind of <laughs> like with Mayweather these dudes. Mayweather used to laugh real hard and crack up and, and give high fives and hug his opponent because he know he just got himself a hundred million and got the other guy 40 or 50. Right. So I yeah. think this is going to be one of those, one of those come together moments where, you know, let's, let's pull a, let's pull a quick heist real quick and. Nobody's going to get knocked out. They're not going to let it get that deep. Yeah, man. Let me tell you, um, it, it, again, a lot of folks are just saying, hey, this is a money grab. And, and, you know, I've always viewed it that way as well, too, if I'm being honest, man. This, this is definitely, you know, a money situation. This isn't some kind of legacy thing. Um, unless you're Francis Ngannou, of course. Uh, right? Because, I mean, if Francis Ngannou, yeah, cool. he's got a little bit different perspective because, I mean, if he le- literally just says, hey, I'm going to throw the UFC championship in the trash can and go make some real money, and if he's victorious, and, and again, right, no, I'm not saying that he will be, but I'm just saying hypothetically if that story plays out, what a story. Now, listen, I got to say, I'm a big I like Francis Ngannou. I think he's, uh, 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 I think he's got some great character. He's very, uh, you know, you, his demeanor, love his demeanor, the way he speaks, and uh, obviously a very ferocious fighter. I mean, you, you're not going to be uh, uh, the heavyweight champion of a combat sport by being a, a pushover, right? Right. I mean, listen, to be the UFC heavyweight champion, that is big time stuff right there. That's one of the biggest titles yeah. you can ever hope to uh, attain, right? Um but but things are very different in the boxing ring, right? Things are very yeah. different in the boxing ring, yeah. and 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 you know, I'd be inter- I'd be there's a couple things I'm going to say here in a little bit. I want to let you. I don't want to hog the mic for a little bit here, but I mean, listen, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued if nothing else. Like, you know, I don't think this this should be competitive at all, um, especially like Fernando. You know, you pointed out here, the, given the circumstances. You know, we know that the, there's huge money, and I mean big money, even bigger than this fight money that is being offered to Tyson Fury for his real fight, uh, which is his match for the undisputed heavyweight championship of the world against Alexander Usyk. I'm hearing like you know nine figures, right? That that that, that Tyson Fury is being offered for that fight. So now I think that makes things worse for Francis Ngannou yeah, yeah. Um, because now Fury's like, oh, okay, now it's time to get serious. So he's training hard, and I think this is going to be. A, a a one of the most brutal sparring sessions you'll ever yeah. you'll ever witness come this weekend. Yeah. And you know, most of the time in boxing, you know, even the winner gets a medical suspension, like right. anywhere from anywhere from two weeks to a month, depending on how brutal the fight was. There is no way Tyson Fury is going to risk a suspension here. Mm. He's not. He's he's gonna he's gonna take care of business. He's not going to take his time. I, I honestly don't think he's going to play with his money here. Right. I think he's going to get him out early. And 
And, you know, Francis Ngannou is a very likable guy, just like, as you said, but, you know, and he's, you know, very skilled. Uh, he's a real fighter. He's right. a skilled fighter. Absolutely. And, but it, to me, this is like if you take somebody like, you know, Leo Messi and put him in the Super Bowl of, in, you know, in the NFL, all right, man, I need you to kick a couple game-winning field goals here. You know, what's he going to do? You know, <laughs> he's going to be out of his element. Absolutely. So I think Ngannou is going to be way out of his element, and it's it's tough because, you know, you can probably make him into a star if you build him up right in, in boxing. But sure. To you know, to debut him against arguably arguably the baddest man on the planet, you know, in boxing right now, you know, the one of the most dangerous heavyweights on the planet. That, it's a very tough task. That is a know. tall order. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's why. Listen, guys. That's why this is a this is this is Logan Paul and who was that Rampage Jackson? Who's the guy he knocked out? <laughs> no, Woodley. Yeah, Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley, yeah. Yeah, I mean, isn't this one of those things? Uh, I mean... And, but 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 on the other side, I don't think the powers that be, promoters, referee, uh, 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 judges, they won't let it get to that point, right? This will be a Kenny Bayless. This will be a Kenny Bayless special right here, won't it? I'm, I'm still not even sure if it's actually going to count on his record. Yeah. Like, is, this a, is it even a sanctioned fight yet? I mean, I, I, don't, I don't see it on box rec. Right. I don't I don't see anything like that. So I mean I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure how that all is shaking out too. And again, it just further, you know, emphasizes the point that this is spectacle, not necessarily sport. Um yeah. although at the end of the day, these two monsters will be in the ring throwing leather at each other. So let's not lose sight of that. Now I want to go ahead and say something real yeah. quick. Ivory, you were saying, you know, this is like Mayweather. Um, uh, um, Mayweather, uh, McGregor, McGregor all over again. Uh, but th there is one very big difference. These are heavyweights. And there's a couple of things I want to point yeah. out. First of all, these are giant men. Uh, you know, Tyson Fury, uh, 35 years old, 270 plus pounds, uh, 6'9", with a 85-inch reach. I mean, this guy is a freakish specimen. Uh, and boy... On top of that, he can move like a middleweight. I mean, it's impressive what Tyson Fury uh, is able to do in that boxing ring. And then you got Francis Ngannou, the UFC heavyweight champion. I guess former UFC had to give up the title in order to pursue this bout. Uh, 37 years old, so he's actually a couple years older uh, than Fury. Uh, 260 plus pounds. I mean, these are big, big guys. Uh, stands about 6'4", 83-inch reach. You know, that's not too far off. That's actually closer reach than, than I anticipated. Yeah. Um, but uh, listen, two monstrous men who are going to be in there uh, looking to hurt each other. Yeah. Which And, and, here's, and here's, here's the point that I want to make, and here's the point that I want to ask, and this is why, if I'm honest, again, this should not be competitive at all, but this is why I'm a little intrigued. This is why, two, two things. Let's go back, first of all, to Mayweather-McGregor, okay? Uh, now, we knew, we knew what was going to happen there. Uh, Floyd was going to toy with him, toy with him, toy with him, let him burn his energy, drag him into deep waters, the later rounds, and then ice him. And that's exactly what he did. Now, remember, he did get touched a couple of times. McGregor's power didn't translate, so it didn't matter. Um, you know, there's something to be said there, too, right? Everyone's, oh, he's if he hits Floyd, if he hits Floyd. I never thought McGregor was that big of a puncher, especially for no. in a boxing ring. No, not at all. Um, so, you know, I just didn't see that happening. 
Um, and, 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 but Floyd did get tagged a couple times, didn't affect him, but he did get touched a couple times. And that's all you can really say for McGregor. Uh, again, Floyd executed the game plan perfectly, got him in the late rounds, took him out of there. And you know, that to your point, Ivory, they saved McGregor from being brutally whooped. You know, they, they did do that. So you're correct on that. Will that happen this weekend? I don't know. My second point that I'm trying to make here is again, these guys are heavyweights and, I don't know if Fury were to get hit, which is very unlikely. Uh, I think Francis is too slow, just to be honest with you. I mean, he's a massive, hits like a Mack truck, sure. But I think he's too slow, and I doubt he'll have the technique. If, but, but if he were to get hit, I, I mean, obviously we never truly know. And here's the thing, and, and this is my final point about this, and I'll let you guys respond. Mm-hmm. The, one of the reasons why I have trouble giving Ngannou any chance is because, to me, the biggest one-punch knockout artist in the history of boxing is named Deontay Wilder. And Tyson Fury beat Deontay Wilder two and a half times. I, I got to say two and a half because I think that draw was a, was, was a, a mistake, and I think yeah. Fury actually won that first fight. Um, and he got hit by the big punch and still got up. Um. So, so there's that. But here's the other part of that coin, the other side of that coin. And this is what I want to ask you guys. It's not like he didn't get hit. I mean, his fury, as good of a boxer he is, still got clipped. I mean, he went down, what, three times in those three bouts total? Yeah. Uh, or, or is it four times? Four times. Four times, yeah. Four two, times. two in the first, two in the, in the third. Yeah. Right? Yeah, four times, yeah. So he went down four times in those three bouts with Deontay Wilder. So it's not that he didn't get hit like he was untouchable he can be touched as skilled as he is so if he gets touched which can be done obviously by Francis Ngannou who's a lot bigger than Deontay Wilder I would say definitely less skilled as a striker but still a lot of mass that makes a difference what happens uh I'm gonna just kind of let you guys respond uh Fernando let's start with you I mean what are your thoughts there yeah, no. I mean, any, anybody can get hit at on any given night, you know. At the, and at the end of the day, you know, when you when you sign up for boxing, you you do it knowing you're gonna get punched. Right. You're gonna get hit, you know, in your face. You're gonna get hit all over your body. Right. You know, if 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 you're signed up for the sport thinking you're not gonna get hit, maybe you should try something else <laughs> because you're gonna get hit. You're in the wrong business. It's uh, it's how you handle that. And you know, to your point, you know, Wilder is definitely the hardest puncher in the sport of boxing. Maybe even in the history of boxing, right? When we have to be honest here, absolutely. I've never, I've yet to see another fighter quite like that. that right, can lose every second of a fight and knock somebody out. Right. You know, we talk about George Foreman and Ernie Shaver, Sonny Liston, those type of guys, and you know, Wilder may have hit harder than them. I, we, we can make an argument. I mean, we can get into that. Could be a whole different discussion for a different day. But, sure. But you can make the argument that he's one of the hardest hitters in, in the sport of boxing. I would co-sign that statement, by the way. And uh, you know. People say Ngannou was one of the hardest hitters in the UFC, in UFC history. But I think he's going to find out really quickly that he is not Deontay Wilder. Right. And that he does not hit as hard as Deontay Wilder with the 10-ounce gloves. Right. It's a big difference. You know, four-ounce gloves versus 10-ounce gloves. Um, You know, you you look at his his size, no, six foot four, 260 pounds. If this guy had even 10 fights under his belt, I'd say, ooh. Yeah, yeah. If he had at least 10 fights under his belt, I'd say, you know what, you know, there's two big guys, you know, it's heavyweight boxing, but he doesn't even have, you know, one. Any, he doesn't even have one. Yeah. So 
it's it's just too tough of a task to ask of Nganu right now. Honestly, if he even wins a round, that's almost a win for him. Sure. With somebody like like Fury, you know, when we talk about McGregor and, and Mayweather, that was Mayweather's final fight. There was no other payday coming after that. Right. You know, Fury's got a big payday coming after this, and I just don't think he's going to play with his money here. I, I really think he's going to get him out of there a lot earlier. You know, I don't think I don't even think he's going to toy with him. I think he's going to, you know, make him miss a few a few times, uh, kind of school him a little bit, and he's going to start landing some big shots early. And uh, you know, I, I'm more interested in seeing how Ngannou can handle that. Mm. Um, and you know, I'm interested in seeing if he can defend himself a little bit. Sure, but I just I don't think he's going. He's got a a chance in this one. I mean, it just and I've said it before. You can have. You know the ghost of Eddie Fudge and Angelo Dundee in those corners. You can have uh, an all-star team of trainers. You're just not going to win. How about Mike Tyson in your corner? Yeah, because he does have Mike Tyson as his trainer. Yeah, Yeah, well, he's going to piss off Mike Tyson (laughs) 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 because you know he he's he's not he's he's not going to win. You know, uh, if if Ngannou said, you know what, I'm going to start a professional boxing career and I'm going to do things right, and Mike Tyson's going to be my coach, and I'm going to you know you know make my debut and build my record up. That's a recipe for success. Yes. I think, hey, give this guy a couple years and he can do something. Sure. To debut against, you know, the lineal heavyweight champion of the world, that's just too tough of a task. It's just, like I said before, it's like. What percentage would you give Nganu to win? You know, I I, I would say I'll give him a 1% chance. Sure. You know, I could say (laughs) (laughs) 0.1. Realistic. But I'm going to say 1% chance because. Anytime you're in the ring in the heavyweight boxing, there's always that one punch. Sure, one punch can can change anything. Yeah, well, you know, one punch in boxing can save your say, uh, change your life. Yeah. So, well, you know, Ivory, I want to get your take on so this. One percent. I, I do. I, that's a good percentage. I, I do want to say this too. I was worried. I was like, man, I just hope Fury, does, you know, it, it takes this guy serious. I don't want him to get caught slipping. But kind of something we've said a couple of times here as well. Now. There's no way he's going to get yeah. caught slipping because he realizes what's around the corner. Yeah. He's got to get through this fight to get to that Usyk fight and that big old payday, and that will get yeah. Tyson Fury locked in. But Ivory, what is your thoughts? Uh, I'm I'm right there with you guys. This, this is you know this isn't this is this is a tester for for Tyson Fury. I'm interested to see how invested was Mike Tyson in in training Nagano, or was he just was it for face or, you know, was it just to bring some eyes to it? Um, or was he really, you know, trying to get up in there in the, in the, in the, in the mud and training them? Um, you guys went off on, on Deontay Wilder for a minute. I'm very eager to see what Wilder looks like next time he's in the ring. Oh, sure. Very, very eager. You know what I mean? I mean, just, just, I mean, we know the big punching power. We know the crazy style, the energy, but if he could just temper that a little bit, and I'm just very eager to see, you know, is is that jab right? Is, does he have something other than the big right? Uh, do, he, do, he, does he need you know, anything other than the big right? He, I mean, likely everything's going to be the same. Well, I, mean, yeah, but. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I guess he doesn't need anything against everybody besides Fury. I mean, listen, because if you uh, minus Tyson Fury, uh, Wilder's undefeated and has knocked right. out every man he's ever faced. If you minus right. Tyson Fury. Right. Deontay know? Wilder. That's what I'm saying. It, 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 it works for everybody else outside of Fury, so maybe he doesn't need to change that that much. But I just a little more, a little more, you know, fundamentally based um, uh, boxing style would be would do me some good uh, next time we see Wilder. But as far as this fight, man, this everybody knows the, the the steps, man. This is a 
This is a choreographed dance here. Okay. And Ganu is not going to go out there and shake up the waters like that. You're just getting over here in this shit. You're not going to do that. Come on, man. Play your part. Get your 50. And let's fall <laughs> back. Then you can go and, 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 and go for your dreams in the boxing world. But this is this is a this is a dance and Ugano's gonna play his part. And like I say, don't be surprised if Kenny Bayless makes referee on this one. <laughs> and he's gonna make sure he's gonna make sure everybody gets a nice soft yeah. soft landing. The, you know the only concern that I really have in this fight really is is Tyson Fury gonna fuck up his hands too much here, you know, from beating up yeah. uh yeah. And Ngannou, Ngannou's that's a big guy, man. You know, so you, know, so you <laughs> might break your you might break your hand on on him. I don't know, you know, and you might mess up your money that way. But but and and this is not to you know again to downgrade Ngannou or to you know, but he just couldn't have picked a worse opponent to make your pro debut against. You know, to I be mean, honest with it, you, and I get where he's at, right? Because I mean, you're going straight to the top. Listen, he kind of it's like going to the theme park and buying the skip the line pass, right? I mean, that UFC title was good enough to skip the line, I guess. Right? Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, so they're making the money. And and God bless him. Listen, he's going to make more money in this one fight than he made his entire career in the in, in mixed martial arts in the UFC. That's saying something. I can never again. I've said this many yeah. times on this program. We I will never be upset at somebody, even if I disagree. I can't be mad at somebody making the money. I mean, you're a prize fighter for crying out loud. Yeah. And, and 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 you know you've got a, a very finite shelf life as a prize fighter. And if you have the opportunity to in one night. You know, triple your net worth. God bless you, man. Like I, I wish I could do it. And I wish somebody was offering yeah. me some money. I'd fight. A, I'd fight a damn gorilla if I had to for that kind of money. You know listen, what I mean? Listen, man. That's the name of the game. I mean, uh, I mean, listen. You see, you saw what Charlo just did. He said, "Fuck it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna shoot for the moon on this one. Go get my bread. <laughs> Biggest payday I had outside of boxing. I don't know if you guys and 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 know so you." I know you you locked in on the radio side of thing. Have you noticed how many of these artists are selling their masters? Oh like yeah, for, for, for yeah. a quick for a quick hundred million. Their whole That's collection. That's the name yeah. of the game right now. Yeah, yeah, like like legacy and all that is really starting to mean less and less. If I can go get this whopper right now, that's what my, that's what everybody's going for, man. And it's it's across the board. Yeah, that's a good point. That's for a good sure. point. Yeah. And I was gonna say too, you know, what kind of what are the indictment it is on Dana White that. A lot of his star fighters are leaving for boxing, yeah, right? To you know, to right. get more money, you know. And Dana White talks a lot of shit about boxing, and you know, a lot of his star fighters are leaving mm-hmm. to make more money. So, what does that say? I mean, listen, uh, McGregor, that, McGregor. How long has that been the deal? He, yeah. How long has that been the complaint? He ain't paid nobody, right? Yeah. I, I, listen, I think I don't think it's any secret that MMA fighters, uh, UFC being the premier MMA brand. Uh, I mean, gross, grossly underpays yeah. their fighters. Grossly yeah. underpays them. Yeah. Um. It, it's I. I never understood that. You know. I. I was surprised at how much these or how little that these guys were making in that sport. And you wonder, right? Because and I don't know the guy's name. I know he's got pink hair and he recently won a title. Some guy, but he's trying to fight Javante Davis now. I'm like, yo, right? You, UFC guys. The fuck is wrong with y'all, <laughs> yeah. man? Like all of y'all are gonna come that's, over here and just get your ass kicked for a payday? I mean, is that what we're doing? Pretty much, that's and then what and, it is. and then what and, they're and, gonna say, and then and then after they get their ass whooped, well, we know what would happen in a real fight. That's right. Well, yeah. you know. Here we go. Right. Let, let me right. tell you something, man. And I guess it's a generational thing. I was talking about this earlier to a buddy of mine because uh, we were talking about this fight. And and listen, I respect. I just want to say this. Let me let me make this very clear. I respect 
any combat athlete who gets in there and puts their life on the line, because we got to realize that's what they're yeah. doing. No, 100%. That is what they're doing. UFC, MMA, boxing, these combat fighters, they're not just, they're not, it's a sport, but it's not a game, right? It's a sport, but it's not a game. Right. It's a sport that you do not play. It is not, nothing being played in that cage or in that ring. So I respect, but man, I, I come from an era where if, and, and I read for now, you probably know this too. It, 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 listen, if we if we got in a fight, if we were in the schoolyard or in the streets or at the bar or at the club, and we started fighting, the minute we start wrestling, people break that shit up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, 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 hey yeah. stop that fight. We want to see a fight, yeah. not th- whatever y'all started doing, all this hugging around on the floor stuff. And again, listen, I get it, I get it. That is a discipline. That's a whole nother thing. Hey, man, salute to you. To me, though, I don't want to see that, and I certainly don't want to pay for it. Hell no. You know, I, I mean, uh, to me, a real honest fight is standing toe-to-toe, mano-a-mano, throwing them hands, man. I think that's why they call it the but, sweet science. Damn right, for sure. You know, but it, but as you see, you see more, more, of these, more of these UFC guys, they're, they're getting more, they're fighting more stand-up style, more flamboyant, like, oh, boy, with the pink hair you're talking about. He has a crazy kind of style to him. He's flying knees and flying elbows, and you know it, it's it, it's get, kind of getting away from that grappler on the ground stuff. These guys are bringing a little more excitement uh, no, for, to the game. I so, would hope so. Yeah, no, no for sure. my, my my question my question: Do we ever see a boxer fighting in? in well, well, we have a big fight with if, if don't it, forget about James Tony. Yeah, yeah. If 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 you're a retired yeah. old boxer, well, I mean, kind under, of broke, under yeah. MMA rules. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So James Tony, I, I think this was what 10, 15 years ago, yeah. fought Randy Couture Ill in advice. the UFC. Yeah, yeah, and and I, I you know, I'm watching it because I because I'm I'm I, now I'm on the other side. I'm like, if James Tony hit this guy one time, but the very first yeah. thing that that happened was Randy Couture hit him with, and I remember what they called it, a toe hook. Basically grabbed his yeah. foot, made him fall, and then got on top of him, and the fucking fight was over. <laughs> it was just, it was just, again. And, and can, can I say this? Because yeah. all due respect, right? Listen, if this were reversed, if Tyson Fury was going into the cage to fight Francis Ngannou in a cage fight, I'd have the yeah. same attitude in reverse. Yeah. I'd say, Fury, what the, what are you doing? Yeah. I mean, you're getting a payday, but you ain't finna win. Yeah. You know. But but here's something too that you know a lot of people didn't don't realize is the UFC didn't just pick a they didn't pick a striker to fight. James Tony, they went with a guy that they knew was going to take him down in Randy Couture. Right. And so they knew right. exactly what they were right. doing. They were trying to make a point about boxing. You right. Know, and, and that's really what it was. And, you know, so so this, that, that animosity has kind of always been there between MMA fans and boxing fans. Yeah. But uh, it's ridiculous if you ask me, you know, cause there's, there's, room for both, uh, there's room for both sports. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, that's what that was. You know, and most of the time it's usually a fighter who's, Looking for a payday because his boxing payees are pretty much done. You know, a fighter a little, little long in the tooth. Yeah, past his prime. You know, still maybe still has a little bit of a name. And thinks he can sell some tickets, maybe. So they cross over to MMA. Sometimes you know their success, like Ray Mercer when he knocked out. Uh, I can't remember his name. Tim, Tim Sylvia. Sylvia. Yeah. Sylvia yeah. Knocked him out. He was a he was a former UFC heavyweight yeah, champion. Yeah. So so there is moments of uh, boxers crossing over. Uh, Holly Holm is one of the most recent ones who knocked out Ronda Rousey. Knocked out Ronda Rousey, uh, and, and let's not forget the other way. What was it? Anderson Silva beat uh, Chavez Junior. Yeah, so I mean, in a boxing uh, match. Yeah, and you know, which is, yeah. but you know sad. what? No, it, it is very sad. But you know what? And and I don't want to speak kick a man when he's down because Chavez Junior is going through a sure, really rough moment. Sure, absolutely. But he 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 fought Anderson Silva at a time when anybody can sign up and probably outpoint Chavez Junior. Right. 
you know it right and, and that's you know not an indictment on on him as a as a boxer it's just he was he's been going through some tough times sure and you know but yeah i mean any, anybody at that point could have beat him and, and unfortunately it had to be anderson silva and you know good for anderson silva sure but, absolutely but yeah so i mean at any given night you know anybody from a different combat sport can cross over and you know you, you can shock the world you know yeah. catch the guy on the on just the right night and, yeah you know the wrong night for the other guy and you never know you know you can surprise somebody let, 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 let's let's bring this back around real quick uh because i do have some other things we want to get into and some other points to make real quick uh, uh, you know we spent some time on this today just out of respect for where every you know hot topic discussions everyone yeah. is you know talking about this espn's hyping it up like it's yeah. an actual heavyweight title fight or something yeah. <laughs> um uh, fernando just final take what's going to happen here uh tyson fury francis and this weekend uh in this spectacle matchup uh, you know, Fury is not going to play with his money. He's not going to play with his food here. Had that Usyk fight still been far, you know, along the distance, I think Fury would have made a show out of it. Maybe take taking him to the later rounds. With the fight already kind of around the corner, he's not going to take any risks. So he's going to probably knock him down a couple times. I think a flurry of punches will probably stop the fight. And I'm going to say it's going to be within in the third or fourth round. This fight's going to be over. Okay. Uh, you know, the the over under I was looking at it today is four and a half rounds. So I think you know you yeah the Vegas uh, odds makers agree with you, Fernando. Um, so let me let me go ahead and give mine real quick. I re- I'll let you uh, get in here next. Um, you know what was interesting? I was watching one of the interviews. And they did like the sit down across from each other with a with a guy doing an interview to both of them. And uh, Fury looked at him. He goes, "You think I'm going to run from you?" He goes, "You think I'm going to dance around there and just box all night?" He said, "No, I'm meeting you in the middle of the ring. I'm coming for you." And I believe him, <laughs> I, you know, because I, I when he said oh, that to Deontay shit. Wilder, when he said that to Deontay yeah. Wilder, I was like, no way. Like, you're, you'd be dumb to do that. I was wrong. Tyson Fury, that's the kind of guy he is now. And that's what makes him scary, because yeah. not only is he skilled, he's also a little bit aggressive now. Yeah. He doesn't mind getting right in the mix and putting it on you. So I think he might be right. Uh, Francis Ngannou. Way out of his element here. Again, if it was reverse, if we were fighting in a cage and, and they were going to do all that wrestling, I'd say that Fury was out of his element. But it just so happens this is a boxing match this weekend. And I think the boxer, Tyson Fury, who's not just a boxer, he's the boxer. He's the lineal heavyweight champion of the world. And damn near, you know, people can argue that he might be one of the best ever, ever, uh, given his size and skill set. I think uh, he's going to put it on Francis Ngannou. And I agree with you, Fernando, with the, the, you know, the Usyk fight looming and that big payday looming, that history undisputed heavyweight championship looming. I think he's going to make a point. I think this is going to be a brutal sparring session and uh, Fury should annihilate Francis Ngannou this weekend. And yeah, let me just go ahead and say it. Anything's possible, especially in the heavyweight division. Um, But if, he survived Deontay Wilder. I'm going to say that he will definitely survive Francis Ngannou. Um, that's my take. Knockout Tyson Fury over under four and a half rounds. I'm going to say over. I think he'll knock him out in the fifth round. Oh. Uh, I was going to say he'll say fi- knock him out in the fifth round. But uh, That's an upset. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going out on a limb here, guys. Uh, uh, Ivory, what do you think, man? Uh, man, don't need to waste too much time on this man this is uh <laughs> this is quick work this is quick work um yeah if it goes past five six i'll be surprised um if it is if it is 
past that, if it does go past that, uh, Tyson will be just kind of walking around, you know, reserving energy and all that. So, yeah, he he gonna take care of business, man. He got money to get here uh, this next go round. I'm, I'm I tell you one thing. I'm okay. Thank you for that, Ivory. I, I am curious to see one thing though. Uh, John Fury, the father of Tyson yeah. Fury, says he's got a bone to pick with Mike Tyson, <laughs> calling him a traitor. Uh, and he says he's going to tell him to his face when he sees him. So, Cap. so, 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 so uh, the over uh, 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 the, the the odds that uh, the Tyson Mike Tyson knocks out John Fury. <laughs> I just want to know if that's going to happen. <laughs> no, he's going to walk right up to him. He's going to forget what he had to say and walk walk away. That's exactly what's going to happen. But see, that's what I'm saying. This just adds to it. You know what I mean? This just adds to it, and it's the show, it, it baby. Cute. Welcome to show right, business. Right. It sounds, it sounds <laughs> cute, but uh, but I just you know we'll we'll see what happens. Is what however they want this thing to come out. I just hope they execute it right, and uh, you know we get a we get a nice little show. And listen, if show. if you're an MMA fan and you're you're upset, I can't believe these guys. They think Ngannou's just going to get run over. I apologize. Okay, I I recognize where you're at, but you got to understand, man. It's just hard for me to imagine. Anything other than what we've discussed happening, happening this weekend. It's just, it just, it shouldn't happen. If Francis does do it, can I say this for a second? Yeah. Let's say Francis Ngannou pulls off this unbelievable story. Think about this. Yeah. This man, Francis Ngannou, was homeless 10 years ago. Homeless. Did not have a roof over his head. He went from that to UFC heavyweight champion. If he pulls off the un, unfathomable feat of his first ever boxing match beating the lineal heavyweight champion of the world, arguably one of the greatest heavyweight champions of all time. That is a movie that will be of all movies. Okay. That'll be, that'll be better than the big George Foreman movie. And that's hard to beat, you know? Um, So, so I, you know, it would be amazing if it happens. And again, my all due respect to the MMA community. I just don't see that happening. I just don't see that happening. Um, now, real quick, you did mention uh, you, you, we, we mentioned a name and I'm, uh, this is not in our notes here, but I want to go ahead and bring it up. Did I see? Tell me I didn't see this. James Tony is going to fight Razor Ruddock. God, I hope not. <laughs> did, did you see this? No, I didn't see this, but these guys are 60. No, I see this. These guys are 60 years old. In an actual, an actual sanctioned boxing match? I, 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 I doubt it's sanctioned. Oh, God. But it's a, a, a they're shot at a money grab yeah if, i'll tell you what if it's an exhibition like you know like chavez does with the headgear in mexico mm. go ahead man knock yourself out have fun <laughs> you know and you know make some money you know while you're at it but god if it's an actual uh, pro fight i hope not man i don't want to see any more fighters get hurt i don't think that they can I, uh, yeah uh, so i haven't seen you, james tony james tony yeah. who will be 55 years old is facing 59-year-old Donovan Razor Ruddick in November. It's going to be on Triller. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's horrible. What are yeah, these it's, guys it's, doing? Yeah, it's it's, it's going to count, unfortunately. But, you yeah. know, it's all fun yeah. in games till someone gets hurt. Yeah, and, you know, that's you know that's like with Holyfield when he fought that MMA guy and he got, you know, hurt in the first round. And yeah. There's no sense in this anymore. You know, make an exhibition out of it. You know, like I said, Chavez, who's, uh, Chavez Sr. still does big numbers with his exhibitions. Right. And he does it with headgear. He's got a T-shirt, you know, and he's and he's putting on a good show, you know, basically sparring, and you know I think that's the the formula you got to follow if you're one of these older guys, you know, 
guys like Mayweather will still compete, you know, so, you, you know, you can kind of make a, a good uh, fight out of it. But right. when you're like in your 50s, 60s, you know, go that route. Go the headgear route. Go with the T-shirt. Go with the bigger gloves. Right. Make a, a show out of it. I don't think anybody in their right mind would expect you to go out there and prove something to somebody. Anymore. Right. You don't have to do that anymore. That's not what it's about at that and point. And so for the, I, I hope this is that type of a scenario. If it's a sanctioned fight, man, it's uh, it's not good. I wouldn't want to watch it. I just and shame on Triller Sports. I mean, yeah. look, I get what your I, I get what your goal is, but that is the wrong way to accomplish that goal. And and I yeah. just don't like seeing this happen again. You know, if you are going to do some type of e- event exhibition, do it in in the appropriate manner. These guys talking about we're going to go in there and, and going. I just don't want, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I think that needs to stop. And it needs to stop now because somebody will get hurt. Um, any thoughts on that, that real quick, Ivory? Doesn't, uh, doesn't uh, Triller, they had they were partnering with uh, Timberland and Swiss Beats on this versus stuff that was going on, right? During the I think that's the right. I think that's that. right. Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's what happens. We got music producers putting on events, <laughs> putting on boxing events. For, for for the people, man, you, you, you know, you get but crazy stuff like this. And well, just like I was talking about, man, that's the sign of the times. Everybody's going for that grab. They don't give they don't give a damn no more. Yeah. You and, know, it's, it's we got is wars cracking off all over the world and stuff. People don't care no more, man. Let me get my money right now. They keep telling us that the dollar is not going to be worth anything. And, you know, it, it, it's it's a money grab to the nth degree right now. Across yeah. all platforms, man. It 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 definitely it definitely is. Well, I tell you what, though, uh, you know, side shows to the side for a minute. We got a real fight coming up here. Uh, that's right, man, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the monster, the Mexican monster, excuse me, is back in the ring. Uh, David Benavides, twenty-seven and 23 knockouts, is going to be taking a guy that I think has been searching for a big fight. For half of his career, <laughs> Demetrius Boo Boo Andrade, thirty-two and zero and nineteen. This is going down in a few weeks here, uh, November twenty-fifth. Um, listen, uh, Fernando, what are your thoughts about this fight? They've kicked off the press tour. Uh, they're hyping this thing up. We're getting ready for war, November twenty-fifth. The Mexican monster, David Benavides versus Demetrius Andrade. What are your thoughts on this one? Definitely, definitely a big fight, a big opportunity for uh, Andrade. I think, you know, he's been asking for a big fight for a long time. Just as you said, he's been seen kind of as a boogeyman. People don't want to fight him. Yeah. And, you know, he he picked the right one. He's got the right one this time. You know, he picked the right opponent. Uh, this guy's going to – because he's – Benavides is going to test him. Yeah. Benavides is, you know, it's a big risk. And uh, he's kind of – he was kind of seeing himself as a boogeyman of sorts in a way. So this is kind of like two boogeymans fighting each other, right? How about like, that? You know, two kind know, of avoided guys. Yeah, two kind of avoided guys for uh, different well, reasons, I believe. But yeah, and by the way, you know, Demetrius Andrade's got a, a, a beautiful southpaw style. It's kind of a little awkward, but I like the way he throws his uppercut. And you know, he's gonna he's he's not gonna make it easy for Benavides at all. Right. Um, it's an interesting match. Very interesting. Uh, I'm wondering how much Benavides is gonna rehydrate to in this one. You know, because he's naturally a big dude uh, already. Um, and I'm wondering if he's going to use his size advantage, you know, to kind of bully him a little bit, kind of like he did with Caleb Plant. He started pressing him, you know, towards the end and right. really took the later rounds. Um, I'm interested in seeing that, but I'm interested interested in in seeing how Benavides can cope with, you know, Andrade's movement and his combinations. Yeah. And yeah, so it is a big fight. It's a it's a it's not a super fight by any means, but it's a big fight. Uh, and definitely, definitely a, a a major fight. To uh, I, I don't know that I like the pay per view, but. Sure. This is definitely one that, you know, I wouldn't mind, you know, 
paying the pay per view for this. It, I, I uh, like this fight. I like a, this it's matchup. A good fight. It's definitely a good it, fight. It's an interesting matchup, you know, because because Andrade and that's I always called him Andrade. I guess Andrade yeah. is the. I, I'm just going by what they started calling him, man. Uh, Andrade. Uh, I've always thought was very talented because he's this awkward, he's awkward slash slick. He's slick and awkward, right? Yeah. You know, I, I, I try to figure out which one is he more. He's both. Yeah. He's slick, but he's also very awkward, right? Yeah. Um, in, in that, I, I mean, hey, man, you don't get to that, you know, that kind of record uh, in professional boxing uh, at the level he's been at, you know, for no reason. This guy's a really good boxer. Uh, and he's been hungry, trying to get that payday, right, for, yeah. for a payday, long time. Payday. He's been trying to get that for a long time, and this is his first real opportunity uh, on, on a big stage. I mean, again, I don't know if I necessarily like the pay-per-view, but I get it. I get it. Um, let's see what these guys can do, right? Um, and, you know, you got Jamal Charlo on the undercard, so, it, yeah. it, so that alone could, you know. Yes. Give me a reasonable price, Showtime, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get to you, yeah, Showtime, in yeah. a minute. Don't you worry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I like the matchup as well, too. I'm, I'm excited for this one. Again, I think this is just another case, another, you know, another log on the fire that has been the year of boxing uh, in 2023. I, I honestly think this may be one of the best. It's definitely one of the best years ever, um, especially just in the modern era. Uh, I just, I don't know, man. This is just another really good fight. I like this fight. I think it's a solid fight. Uh, interesting that we were talking about possibility of uh, David Benavides taking on David Morrell. And instead of Morrell, we end up with Andrade. Interesting kind of styles there uh, that he's uh, chosen to go up against. Uh, listen, this is not a gimme fight. He's going to have to work for it. There's a chance that uh, Andrade is a bit too slick and awkward for him. But, you know, it, we'll find out. I really like this matchup. Uh, Ivory, what are your thoughts, man, on this? Uh, you know, again, they've kicked off the press tour, getting ready for November 25th. David Benavidez, uh, Demetrius Andrade. Yeah, it'd be a good, a good fight for, for Benavidez, uh, especially how he came off plant, see if he can keep that going. One thing about Andrade and fighters like him, guys who got great records but but low knockout numbers, those are the guys for some reason they don't – that, that – that, you know, I guess kind of get labeled as the boogeyman and kind of get left out because they're not really exciting fighters and they're awkward for the for the the, the A card for the A fighter on the card, right? So it's like too much dangerous, dangerous, too much risk dangerous versus reward ratio. Yeah, versus reward, right? If you beat them, you're not really beating a a, a big big time fighter. But uh, but y'all y'all help me out with this one. I don't know if it was. Season one, two, three. It was one of those early seasons of the contender. There's a guy who won. He was from Lawton, Oklahoma. I can't remember his name. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's that's Grady Brewer. Grady Brewer. Grady Brewer. Oklahoma Grady native Brewer. Okay, from Lawton, Oklahoma. Yes, sir. Lawton, Oklahoma. Had had a weird style. Had a weird kind of almost drunken monkey kind of style. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, we'll call it drunken master. It, it, yeah. it was weird. Yeah, drunken master. There you go, drunken master style. But that's the kind of Andretti kind of reminds me of. Nobody really wants to fight that guy. It's not really going to be an ex super exciting fight, but he will drop you. So, you know, if if you know, you know type of fight. That's what this reminds me of. If you know boxing and you kind of know these guys, keep up with it. Uh, you know, this can be a this can be a good one. So, oh man, it's I'm, a good one. We'll check it. Out. Yeah, no, I, it it is, man. It's definitely a fight fans fight, right? Uh, you, you, you know, you know, these guys are going to be well matched, and it should be uh, yeah. exciting. Again, I think Andrade wants to make it uh, less exciting with his style, right? He wants to be the boxer in there, but I really, you know, right. I think, I think there's a lot of firework potential here. 
I think, you know, given the styles, but also kind of where these two guys are in their career, I think we're going to end up fireworks. I think this is going to end up being a big bang. And, and it's something, again, that I'm very personally excited about. Um, but yeah, that's happening on November 25th. So listen, we spent a large portion talking about a spectacle. This is a real fight, man. Yeah. Yeah. And no disrespect yeah. to Grady to Grady Brewer, but you know, Andre ain't going to finish his career with 20 losses. Right. And so, you know, so I'm just going to, you know, so I'm just going to say the big difference with Andre and, and Brewer and Brewer is that Andre actually, you know, he kind of rises to the level of his opposition. Mm-hmm. He might fight yeah. down a little bit to the level too when he fights uh, somebody That's that right. we don't really know about and right. kind of t- goes the distance in a boring fight. But I think he's also the type of fighter that rises to the occasion. And, you know, I think he's going to give uh, Benavides a really good challenge. And again, no disrespect to Great Brewer. I'm not <laughs> trying to put him down, but you know, he did retire 32 and 20. Yeah. So <laughs> But 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 he did have a run, man. He, he had a little run he there. A he run. won the contender and yeah. you know, he got he upset a few people. Yeah. Um but you know, when he stepped up, you know, he he, he would get stopped. Sure. You know, he could, he would get beaten. You know, I, I don't think Andre is quite there. I think he's a little bit higher. Oh, for sure. And, you know, for sure. And like I said, I, I do think he yeah, likes no to no I do doubt. think I do think Andre fights to the left to the level of his opposition, whether it's fighting up or down, I think he'll fight up in this one. And, Absolutely. And I do think he's going to test Benavides. Not not very sure right now if he wins. I mean, I still haven't – I need to, you know – Analyze home, this a little bit more. Do my homework on it. But I do think it's going to be a big test. And, you know, Benavides is going to have a hard time deciphering him. I really, I really do think that. So I hate to end things out here as we wrap up today's show on a sour note. Um, and that's kind of how I think – or how I, I think this is perceived, and it's how I feel. I think the boxing world feels uh, a little deflated in a way. Uh, you know, it's interesting. You know, 2023 being the year that it has been, I mean, we just said a few minutes ago, that probably one of the best years ever uh, for the sweet science. We've had so many big matches. But it's interesting that on the heels of that, one of the biggest players in the sports history is pulling out of the sport. Showtime will no longer be invested in the sport of boxing uh, at the end of this year. Incredible. Incredible. I I was stunned uh, that that, that this has happened. I mean, we lost HBO several years ago, and that was the ultimate blow for me. I I thought HBO boxing was the best boxing content I've ever consumed. Uh, Just the quality of of the, the, the fights, the production, the commentary. Just you name it. HBO to me was the pinnacle of boxing presentation and production. Uh, and that hurt me. It still hurts me to this day. I still tweet HBO boxing uh, regularly like, hey, come back, <laughs> you know. Um, but 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 but, you know, uh, Showtime is now making an exit. Uh, Fernando, let me let me go with you real quick, man. What? How do you feel about that? Well, you know, it's the end of an era for sure. Um you know, a lot of, you know, and it, 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 it's shocking, but not so shocking at the same time. You sure. Know? It was already rumored, you know, I think it was Paramount that Paramount Plus mm-hmm. or something like that bought out Showtime. Sure. And, you know, they're going to invest their money in their content, you know, their streaming, you know, their their series, their movies, their shows, whatever they got going on. Their bread and butter. And so, you know, and let, and let's just be honest, you know, the same thing happened with HBO. You know, Peter Nelson you know, came in and, you know. They put all that money in Game of Thrones, which you know the final season sucked. By the way, just letting y'all know. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Don't watch that shit. Yeah, but uh, it was a big letdown. Big letdown. <laughs> but uh, that's besides the point. Uh, you know, so they're they're putting their money in their content, and you know, boxing, you know, isn't really what you would call a mainstream sport anymore, like it used to be. Right. You know, like the NFL, like the NBA, and so they're not gonna waste that kind of money. You know, they're gonna they've 
perceiving they perceive it as they're wasting money. And I don't think they, they they're gonna do that. You know, they're not gonna pump more money into the sport. Well, well, you know, and, and I don't mean to cut you off, no, but but just to respond real quick, you know, it, it, the the things have changed in, in the sport of boxing, um, and and it's and it's sad to see. And listen, I, I I'm gonna go ahead and say this. I want to say this because I recognize what's going on out here. Uh, Pay per view numbers are way down. And there's a big reason why they're way down. It's not that the fights aren't being watched. They're being watched. People just aren't paying for it. Exactly. It's being streamed, right? Uh, I mean, I, I, I hate to say it, but most of the people that I talk to, they're watching the fights, but they're streaming it. Yeah. And what I mean is not paying for it. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, guilty for some of them. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, but let's also be honest. You know, a lot of the fights that are getting made are not pay-per-view worthy. That's right. You know? Like I think back, uh, like Andy Reese versus uh, Chris Ariola. Why, why the fuck was that on pay per view? What's that all about? You know, and you know, sorry to get you know to cuss and everything, but it's like, you know, if we if you look at back in the nineties mm-hmm. with Don King, he had a pretty good recipe for this. Yes, he didn't make super fights. You know, Deloya was talking about super fights, making a Super Bowl, and you know, Oscar Deloya, listen, listen up, you don't need to do all that. You get five world champions, mm-hmm. five or four. Put them on the same show. Yeah, it could be versus their mandatory versus some contender, whatever. Man, uh, voluntary keep, defense. Yeah, yeah. Keep your main event solid, but put the other four world champions on the undercard. That's what sold pay per views back in the nineties yeah. for Don King. Yeah, do that Don, three times a year. Don King made a lot of money doing that. You don't gotta match Teo with Ryan Garcia and all this shit like on the undercard. Like you don't gotta do any of that. You can put Teo and Ryan on the same card. Yeah, you can put all the other guys. You know. On the undercard, you know, kind of like in the 90s when we had Terry Norris, Julian Jackson, Asuma Nelson, Chavez, Frankie Randall. You had all these guys on the same card. They weren't always fighting each other. Right. You don't need to do all that. It would build to a fight with each other, which I thought was genius. Exactly. You know, you make make pay-per-view stars. You know, you get a guy that maybe, you know, wasn't heard of and, you know, you haven't, you know, challenged for a title. Maybe he wins and, hey, you know, he'll defend on the next one. Simon Brown, when he knocked out Terry Norris. They brought him back on the next pay-per-view. Yeah. And then they brought him back for the rematch. And, you know, Simon Brown became, you know, kind of was like a little comeback for him, you know. So, yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, the promoters are, I feel like they don't know what they're doing anymore. You know, they. they well, they're greedy. Yeah, super greedy. And, you know, they can work together and make a, a super card. But they don't have to, you know, if they're so worried about losing money by having their fighter get beat. Just match him on the same card. Have, have him fight somebody else. Yeah, right. People would. People will pay to see a triple header involving Tank, Ryan, and Tail. Oh my God! You know they don't All need to fight each night? other. Yeah, yeah. yeah, people would pay to see that. People ain't gonna pay to see, you know, Tail versus Joe Schmo and a bunch of Joe Schmos on the undercard, right? For eighty bucks, right? That's bullshit. That is. And so, that's the problem. You know, boxing. You know, needs to the promoters need to work together. And you know, like Ryan Garcia said, it's time to reimagine it. Mm. You know, more than likely, PBC is going to do a, a deal with a streaming service. I'm hearing it might be Amazon. I don't yeah, know I heard that. I heard that. So let's find a way for these promoters to work together, to coexist, and to you know put the best fighters on the card. You know, you not everything has to be pay per view. You you have the zone. You know, you have your cards on the zone. If if PBC gets their 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 shows on Amazon, do a show on Amazon. You know, maybe like a doubleheader or whatever. And save your big, you know, pay-per-views for something where the where all the promoters come together and say, okay, well, I got this guy I'm trying to build up. Let's put him on. You got Ryan Garcia on the main event. Okay. You got, you know, Tank Davis. Let's put him on. 
you know, Teo, he's coming back, making a mandatory defense of his belt, you know, against some dude from overseas, whatever. Put him on. That's that's when people start paying. Okay, we got four world champions on the card. Wow, yeah. let's yeah. let's watch that. Right. So that's kind of my rant, you know, like that. You know, that's that's kind of where we we drifted away in popularity in boxing because we started putting a lot of, you know, a lot of shitty content. Hey man, a lot of shitty fights and greed. Greed is a is is a hell of a thing, man. I mean, listen, you know, because why would they put you know Ryan and Teo and Tank on the same card when they could go three cards, collect three different gates, can it right? But you're watering down the product. You're watering down the product, and then you're overcharging. So you got you're 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 charging more for a less of a product. No wonder the numbers are down. No wonder the numbers are down. Exactly. This is a long game. You're playing short term, you know. Um, so I, I, I agree with you. Some great points there. Ivory, any feedback on that, man? I mean, listen, we lost another big player. Showtime's out. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm right there with you guys. Uh, uh, it's it's the effects of streaming. It's the effects of greed. Um, you know, it, and like you were talking about, Fernando, with you know, back in the day with Don King, if he had a a, a group of fighters like this, wh- how many? We should see Tank Davis twice a year, at least. If Don King, if Don King had a fighter that exciting, that style, I mean, right? Basically, he did, right? A little Mike Tyson, right? Yeah. We would know. We would know all about him. We would. We would see him much more. We. I mean, and so, and and all this. The other side of it, though, is that guys are kind of moving on their own. Fighters can promote their own. You know, they're putting their own little management production teams together. And it allows them to to take more of the pot. They get a bigger piece of the check. So it, it, it's just uh, – it, it all comes 360, man. And everybody's just trying to do what they can to get a bigger check in, the, in their pocket. And, you know, Showtime spending money, wasting money on these all-access shows and, and these fights, it just – it ain't working out for them. Listen, they want their money too. So yeah, it's just it, how it goes, man, right now. It, it, it's sad to see uh, a tradition, something that, you know, I have grew up with you know, going away. Yeah. I'm a huge, I mean, listen, there's a reason why we're doing a podcast about boxing, right? I mean, we're, we're boxing fans. We love the sport. We appreciate what's going on and everything that goes into it, especially from the fighters perspective. Uh, Again, guys who are literally going to work and putting their lives on the line to provide and find a better way. Uh, It's something amazing about the human spirit on display inside that ring. And anytime you have a big player who has been, you know, not just influential, but vital to the sport, uh, you, you know, putting the money together, the promotions together, the big events together. I mean, you know, making the sport what it is. Anytime you get somebody like that leaving, you know, it, it is it is a sad thing. But you've got to know that the sport, again, having the year that it's had is alive and well. Everybody always wants to talk about the demise of boxing. Man, they've been saying that forever. Right. Yeah. But 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 there's a reason why guys like Francis Ngannou will throw his UFC heavyweight championship in the trash to come box and triple his net worth in one night in a boxing ring. There's a reason why the money is still in the sweet science. Um, sure, it might be a little top heavy, but that's well, but but again, the money is certainly there. And 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 there's and a, then- there's a reason for that. And then one thing about boxing too, I know, I know we're all fans and we love it, but you know, name me a sport. I don't know, maybe uh, I don't know. Name me a sport where more crooks are involved. And you got <laughs> I can't. more. There, you got, there you isn't. More, there isn't. No. And, and look, you know, there's more. 
There's more crooks and you got more people with with aggression issues and anxiety, you know what I'm saying? And just it, it's a totally different crowd than your baseball, football, basketball, well, that, you know, upper office guys. That, that's You're dealing all, with boxing. Yeah. Yeah, and look, a whole different breed of people, man. Yeah. Businessmen. That's yeah. a whole nother conversation, yeah. but yeah, you're absolutely sure. right. And, and yeah. all you gotta do is Google the the Frankie Carbo era in boxing, Boy. and and you'll yeah you'll know exactly <laughs> what we're talking about here. And so you know, boxing has definitely yeah. gone through worse periods of time and, and survived them. You know, I don't think this is you know that bad. It just means it's the end of an era. We're we're officially out of the the premium network boxing. Yeah. You know, I miss HBO a lot more than I will miss Showtime. I'm just gonna be honest with you for sure. You know, I hope these guys find oh, yeah. a job oh, elsewhere. Yeah. It's yeah. a it's a crime to Jim Lampley. He just doesn't have a job somewhere. I just can't believe that, man. Um, Wh- where's Jimmy Lennon gonna go? Exactly. You, you know, know, so the classic yeah. Jimmy Lennon Junior. Yeah. Ma- maybe all those guys will go to the zone and get rid of those guys. You know, no yeah, right. disrespect to Sergio Mora and Todd Grissom <laughs> and all those guys, but hey, uh, uh, that's. No. What's the what's the guy's name over there? It's not Todd Grissom. Maddox. Uh, oh, dude, I cannot stand that guy. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm gonna say that yeah. right now. Uh, get us get us Jim Lampley. Pay the pay Jim Lampley to is, go to the zone. Chris, Chris, yeah. you talking about? Is it Chris Maddox? Yes, that guy can kiss my Chris whole Maddox. ass. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Give us something. Yeah, to it, the zone, it, man. it's a it's a new breed of personalities coming in with boxing. And, and and you kind of have that same money first perspective too, you know. You almost lose the the legacy and the and the and the you know fight the fight you know do what you got to do to get to the top of the mountain. You almost lose a little bit of that, and and everybody's going after this bread. My question is, who is it? Is it PBC or the Zone? Who's going to kind of step up and be that and be that pillar for the for the sport right now? Or or are we going to get three four more streaming? Folks want to I, actually, I truly believe it's going to have to come down to the promoters, you know, working together here, and I, you know, and just putting egos aside. And I, I, you know, when, when is that? When is that? When is that worked out, Fernando? <laughs> <laughs> Very rarely. When can we get to that point? Sometimes things only happen when they have to happen. When it's an option, things yeah. don't happen. When it's a necessity, things happen. Who knows what the implications will be of Showtime pulling out? I, 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 I if yeah, if I was a betting man, and I am, uh, I would say that it's going to be something new. I think there's going to be something new formed, and maybe it is the PBC teaming up with Amazon. Uh, uh, to 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 bring a new product. I think there's going to be something new birth of this opportunity. I'm not ruling out UFC boxing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not ruling that out. Yeah, Dana White has indicated in the past he's that he, said he wants, to, wants to get into boxing. Yeah. So you know, be prepared for five figure paydays. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just But but I think with uh, boxing uh, guys would go ahead. Go ahead. They, they they would have to have they would have to have a whole new. A whole new meeting for that, just just alone on the on the revenue on the salary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's but funny. I, th- I think Peacock uh, is getting into the boxing business as well. I think they signed a deal with Boxer. Okay. Um, oh, that's right. I've heard uh, that. I yeah. Heard so that, yeah. so you know there there's some some there's progress movement. there. This movement going on. This I think pretty soon we're gonna see. Uh, you know, boxing is leaving the premium network era. I think we're in the streaming era now. That's right. And I think we're gonna have different you know uh, st- streaming services competing to put on the best boxing shows and. So I think I think we'll we'll see something like that pretty soon. Um, I'm interested in seeing if, if Golden Boy stays with the Zone. Uh, you know, Top Rank uh, they have a good deal with ESPN. You know, Bob Arum. You know, he's got a good deal there. Yeah. So he's got you know, ESPN. ESPN, ESPN Plus, Plus is in all that stuff. So you know, that's pretty good. 
So I'm interested in seeing what Al Heyman is going to do here. Uh, and, go, you know, going forward, let's see what the pay-per-view model looks like. Yeah. Because we can't keep doing a lot of this, you know, Errol Spence against, you know, Joe Schmo from somewhere in, yeah. you know, England. And then the whole undercard is a bunch of yeah. Joe Schmo's. Like, no, we need pay-per-views have got to be where it's world champions fighting somebody. It cannot be, oh, well, you know, I got this contender here. Let me put him with, you know, some journeyman. Or right. let me put him in with right. this other undefeated guy that nobody's ever heard of. But right. we don't need to do that. Let, let's uh, let's save the pay-per-views for big events. Make yep. sure they're big events. And let's save all the other fights for, for the for the streaming services. I think that will be a good formula. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, fellas. Thank you guys so much for uh, bringing another great conversation, talking about the sweet science, fair ones, and fairways. Look forward to getting to that content here a little bit down the road. Uh, but uh, Fernando, Hurricane, thank you, my brother. Hey, thank you for having me here, man. Uh, pleasure as always. And a quick shout-out to Jorge Linares. He's retiring. He's what a career. A career what you a know, career. Anytime that you've had a career where, you know, you went all over the world and fought and became a champion and you get out of this thing unscathed, well, maybe not unscathed, but, you know, with your health intact, that's a win in my book. Yep. And, you know, I know he's got some money. He's got his family. So I hope he enjoys retirement. Absolutely. Shout-out to him. Shout out to him. Great career. Uh, Ivory, whatever you say, podcast, my man. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Hey, I always love my time on here with you boys. And, uh, you know, fair ones and fairways say farewell, huh? huh? (laughs) That's right. Showtime is go time. Hey, man, y'all have a good one. We'll see you back here. And uh, we'll see how how the recap goes for this show. Feel like I'm going to be saying I told you so. (laughs) (laughs) Till the next time. Keep your hands up, guys.